Social media is an everyday job. You have to check your sources, be informed and learn every day because things are changing for better every day. Welcome back to Titans of Customer Engagement, a customer experience podcast from Koros. You are looking for the next step toward creating a connected customer experience. And this is the place to learn from industry peers and leaders how to build a CX strategy with human connection so that you can create customers for life. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to the show. I am Anna Lazarski, your host today, and I'm excited to have Lucas Diorio as our guest. He joins us from GTB the agency for Ford, and is someone we consider a titan of customer engagement. Lucas, over to you to introduce yourself to our audience. Hi, Anna. Hi, everybody. Thank thank you for having me. It is a pleasure to be in this podcast. Let's talk about customer engagement. Yeah. I'd love to hear a little bit more about what your remit is at GTB and how you work with Ford and, and, I mean, any other organizations that that you partner with? Yes, for sure. GTV is the global agency of Ford Motor Company, although they work also with other agencies. We are the main one. Here in Argentina, we are doing a lot of things which for just one client, which is Ford. So we are pretty all the time thinking about this client. Yeah. Myself, as a manager, I'm one of the two coordinators of the social media team reporting directly to our director. We're a pretty small team. We are doing quite a lot here. So we are pretty proud of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Very cool. It must be hugely exciting working for an organization that supports, you know, one of the biggest, most recognizable global brands. I guess tell our listeners a little bit more about your remit at GTB and, and what you work with Ford on. Yes, of course. We have a lot of projects related to our client. We are with, of course, with every social channel, but also involved a lot with platforms. We are we're working with bots. We are working with social listening. We are working with reporting. We are working with the specific tools for each social network. And we have a social strategy that is adapted to each social media channel. So it's kind of interesting what we are doing here. Yeah, so cool. Can you share anything more about how you work with the different social networks? Do you have vastly different strategies for each one? Yes, of course. We are not lazy when talking about strategy. We have our social strategy adapted, related to content, of course, to the actions we, we develop in each social network. Because for us, it's not just about producing some content and adapt it on format to different social channels. It's more about understanding the language, the formats, and the volume, of course, of content that needs to be developed in each social network. So it's not the same uh, volume of posts that we have on Facebook in relationship with Instagram or the same type of content that we use in YouTube or LinkedIn, which are the four social networks that we have today for Argentina. So we are... Pretty focused. I love what you're saying about having different brand voices or different approaches to the social networks. What is your kind of recommendation or what is your perspective about the content that resonates most with your audience or with the audience generally on the different social networks? Okay, I guess the approach here is to understand that every social network is different. You must adapt your content strategy. If you are a brand and you're producing just one content, adapting the format and publishing it in each social network is kind of lazy because your user, the fan of your of your brand is going to see the same thing on different networks. So what's the case there? And I'm going to put an example of what we are doing here in Facebook, because uh, maybe it's about uh, it's more about 
videos on the correct format, promoted videos in the correct format. It's more about engaging. It's more about generation leads. Instagram is more about aesthetic partnership with content creators. YouTube is more about on-demand content and maybe collaborating with some YouTuber. Give, give the user another approach to the content you are, you are giving. And LinkedIn is more about institutional and what the company is doing, how the people that work on the company is doing. I guess you have to be more holistic uh, in this case and think, okay, this is the campaign. How are we going to create it and implement it on each social network so we can make it happen, but with uh, different perspectives for each social network related to the formats and the... The, dif the different type of content that is being consumed on each one of them. Such good advice. And it's so cool to hear you as an individual and the brands that you work with being really intentional and being and really thinking through how you want to engage with your audience on different channels. That's so awesome to hear. Yes. I hate when some of our competitors are uh, just producing one content and launching it on every social network in different formats because... To me, and this is my opinion, it's not the way of talking to your people on social media because each channel is different. Yeah, of course. That's a great point. Would you like to expand on that? It sounds like that would be kind of your, your pet peeve about working in social media. I'd love to unpick that a little bit more. What do you think that brands should be doing when it comes to their, their content and engaging their audience on social. Yes, as you know, because we are from Coros, we have the intelligence tool there and we are using it a lot to report our benchmark. So it's kind of interesting to see what our competitors are doing all the time, not only to compare a performance, you know, but also to understand what their strategy may be, how they use it. Uh, because the usage for us is everything. Maybe also you can have a good idea but a bad implementation and for us both are as important. So uh, maybe looking at what other people are doing and other brands are doing, we can detect some idea that maybe we can work even better. So it's really interesting for us to, to have this access to, to match and to see what other people are doing. Yeah, I can imagine a big part of working with Ford, for example, is informing them and educating them on their presence and how well they're engaging with their audience. Yeah. What does that look like for you within your role and the team that, that you work with? Well, it means being informed all the time about tendencies, taking a look at what is being done in the industry and also apart from the industry because nowadays and this uh, is an article that i recently read it says that users are comparing you with everything they are using not only what your competitors are doing which is the vision that we have when we are doing a benchmark of, of course but you have to be looking what's going on and also quickly understand if this is useful for us to present to the client an idea because maybe this is a trend, but, but it's not useful for us or for the client. So we have to understand that and be very involved in what's going on. Are there any examples that you can, can share on that? Was, you know, have there been occasions where you thought, oh, we should explain or we should dig into this trend, but it, it felt like that wasn't something that was particularly relevant for your yes. client? I have a couple of examples because it's kind of a, our everyday job with the client because... If you don't propose, they are going to ask. So there is one specific project 
which I'm pretty proud of. We work with the other coordinator of the, of the area, where we detect that some of our competitors were working with content creators on Instagram. This was a trend of people that create very aesthetic and very beautiful content on this specific social network. We saw that they were doing it, but maybe not the way we will do it. We said, why, why not us? Uh, and why not doing it even better? So this developed into a, an amazing project that gives us uh, also savings in production in exchange of amazing content uh, for every month, for every lineup, for every vehicle of our lineup. The last time we spoke, I remember you were telling me about a really innovative idea that you were working on with Ford to improve the speed of answers for your customers through a chatbot. Could you explain more to our listeners about what that has looked like and how you've kind of measured the success of, of the bot? Yes, that's an amazing project too. was recently mentioned on the F8 of Facebook developers, so we are pretty proud of it. Uh, we partnered with BotMaker to, to create this bot, which name is 4D, <laughs> kind of fun. <laughs> and the main goal of this was to create a better CX experience because uh, in the past we had community managers working on private messages and comments. But today we have 4D 24-7 working on private messages. We have community managers uh, more involved into the quality of the comments uh, we get with our users. Also, we have other company areas agents involved on, on the chatbot. So if now, if anyone wants to chat 24-7, he can. If you want to have a, a more specific uh, response on comments, you can. And if you want to talk to a specific agent or find a specific topic, you can too. So we kind of integrate all the ways connected here uh, with this project. And it's kind of a solution, also a better CX experience for the users. I'm sure yeah. of that. Have you had any interesting examples or success stories of how your users have had a, a better customer experience through using the bot? It's kind of tricky here because of course they have. Imagine this. Imagine you have you had a problem with your car in the past and you need to and you wanted to talk right right there to a user to a agent that can help you with the problem. In the past the community manager which is any any people from my from my team that will receive the comment and de deliver it by mail to some people on the company that may I don't know may be late to respond in the social media which is a a pretty fast environment you know uh, and nowadays mm -hmm. it's pretty different because you have an amazing decision tree created specifically for each area which can respond 24-7 to your, all your thoughts and also a nation that can talk to you because it's kind of a mix between the 24-7 that a bot can give you but also the, the human part, you know, the agent that's going to help you with your problem or the community manager who's going to talk uh, to you on another tone on comments. So it's like in the past, we were not able to develop this, this experience and now it's happening. Yeah, I love that. I feel like you've solved such a need there when people have questions and they want to speak to an expert. 
how can they get to that expert faster and ensure that they're not talking to lots of different people around the business or waiting for the most knowledgeable kind of person to come back to them. So I think that that really, really resonates. I'd love to understand what other kinds of things you're you're doing or planning that are innovative and new on the social channels to improve the customer experience. Well, another project that is pretty important for us is the social listening platform that we have nowadays because it was like okay we are watching our social networks but we want to understand more the conversation in and out of it and working with a social listening partner allows us to listen what's going on on our social channels on social channels and also on media channels so it's kind of a bigger scope that in the past we also didn't have and although this is a great platform the one we work with we had a problem that at first was our client wanted to have the sentiment of our comments on our social media channels. And we are not able to, to get into that because, of course, as any brand, uh, we hide at the, at the first hour of the day the bad comments that we do not have to respond because of the brand image. And that is the bad sentiment that we do not have on the graphics. So it was what kind of a tricky problem that we have here because... The main goal to hire a social listening platform was not being uh, done. So we get pretty creative with the use of chorus and we develop a migration to get these results. How we do this? At first, we started using the care model so the community managers can respond on the streams of the platform. Then we created auto-labeling rules to understand different topics the volume of each vehicle and the segment of the, of the vehicle, and also the sentiment, if it is positive or negative. And this is the information we are getting now on the marketing dashboards and the care dashboards to understand what people are talking about on our social networks and how they are talking about them. So it's like using the course platform kind of a social listening way to respond to our client needs. Very cool. So using, applying kind of listening principles to exactly what your users or your customers are saying about you in those inbound conversations. Yes. That's yes. so cool. Our team is kind of holistic here because uh, as you may see, we are always trying to connect. And in the agency, in GTV, they, all, they always tell us to be uh, 360. So talk to another areas, see what's going on out of the industry, try to connect, to integrate, and we are working all, all the way with that mindset. It sounds like you're driving customer insight to, into the heart of how you think and how you do better, I suppose, on your channels. Have there been any interesting examples of, of what that approach has, has flagged to you and for the, for the customer about those conversations that you're picking up on your care channels? Yes, yes. I have two examples, one related to care and one related to marketing, if you allow me. Yeah, please. In the care case, now we can have the volume and the sentiment of some crisis that can happen. So if we are dealing with one crisis, we can get the amount of comments and the sample of them, which is related to that topic. So uh, we can, in two clicks, we can share with our client what we are dealing with. 
which is the opposite of being blind and don't know uh, how much this is hurting the brand, so, you know. And on the other hand, uh, how we use reporting too is uh, with the marketing dashboards because we also label content on our calendar. Although we, don't, we do not use the publish the publisher for the platform, we have to import the content on the platform and uh, we label each content in different terms so we can group them. So we can understand, okay, in this campaign, we had these four different type of, type of content. Which one performed better? So we can then recommend our client maybe which is the best way to go uh, in the next campaign or maybe to understand which uh, vehicle of our lineup has a better engagement or any perspective that we can create using the dashboard. So it's kind of interesting in that way too. Yeah, definitely. That's so, so interesting. I'd love to understand if you have any advice or like what do you think other brands or other professionals in social media or customer experience should be doing to improve engagement with their audiences on the channels they work on yeah it blows it blows my mind okay i guess social media is an everyday shop you have to check your source sources be informed and learn every day because things are changing for better every day. So uh, as I was saying at first, maybe there's some trends developing right now that are useful or not to to your brand. Uh, and you have to be involved uh, right away so you can understand if it is useful or not for them. Also create ideas, projects or have recommendations about how not doing it. So and another thing that I would like to say is that uh, you do not long, only have to look around your industry because you are being compared from the user to what anyone is doing right now because we are right now in the digital transformation era. Everything is going on right now, digital, and we are being compared to, I don't know, a streaming, a social network, a service, anything. So that's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. I'd love to understand what do you love and hate, if there's anything that you hate about working in social media? Yes, uh, I guess the things I like, it's that uh, social media is an everyday job. You have to be focused and informed all the, all the time. Things are changing for better every day. Digitalization is now a reality. So it's kind of a, a nice way to be on right now. Of course, I have things yeah. I don't like. And I want to go deep on that. I hate that everyone underestimates social to, till this day and many don't know how to use it. And I'm not talking about just uh, simple mm -hmm. users, which is okay, but uh, also big brands. Because I think that maybe uh, they do not understand that TV or radio aren't the mainstreams anymore. Social media is the mainstream right now and you have to accept it. People are uh, stopping. Uh, watching TV, they are going into streams, they are going into YouTube. If they want to find something, they go into Google. If they want to engage with people, they use social networks. And if they want to, I don't know, listen to a podcast, they use Spotify. So uh, it's kind of uh, changing, the, changing it uh, for mm -hmm. once. Yeah. Before we wrap up, Lucas, where should our listeners find yourself and, and your brands on, on social media to follow? Well, you can see everything we're doing with social media uh, in the channels of For Argentina, For Argentina in Facebook, For Argentina on Instagram, mm -hmm. on YouTube, and on LinkedIn. 
Those are our four social channels. Myself, you want to, I don't know, add me and network with me in, in LinkedIn, we can, we can talk there. Thanks so much, Lucas. I think this conversation was really valuable and really insightful, and I'm sure our listeners will get a lot out of it. Thank you so much, Lucas, and thank you to everyone listening for tuning in to the Titans of Customer Engagement today. See you next time. See you. Thank you, Anna, for having me. Thanks for spending time with us today on Titans of Customer Engagement, a customer experience podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, leave us a review, and spread the word. Your feedback means a lot to us. Continue the conversation on Koros Atlas at community.koros.com. Until next time. The CX world is now digital first. It's what customers expect, and Koros can help. Koros is an award-winning customer engagement platform built to turn those siloed interactions with your customer into enterprise value. You can harness the power of human connection across the customer experience, from outbound marketing, social, messaging, chat, and SMS, to owned and digital communities. Customer engagement means staying always connected. Find out how customer-first software and services can make you a titan of customer engagement at Koros.com.